Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host and fellow creation, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the fantasy science fiction black comedy film, Four Things. This is written by Tony McNamara and directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. It's based on the novel by Alastair Gray. Uh, so we saw that this movie was coming out, definitely more of a award circuit type film not really hitting the mainstream limited you know releases here and there uh but wanted to check it out and uh emma stone you know has been really killing it um already has one oscar under her belt for uh la la land so we were curious to see what this was all about the sci-fi twist the artistic look and what uh what what is poor things all about so we're not going to do major spoilers today uh, spoiler-free review, but Taylor, what is the brief synopsis of Poor Things? In Poor Things, we follow uh, Bella Baxter, portrayed by Emma Stone. She's a young Victorian woman who, after being crudely resurrected, a la Frankenstein, uh, by a scientist, played by Defoe, uh, William Defoe, uh, following her suicide, she runs off in, with this lawyer, and she kind of de- embarks on an odyssey of not only self-discovery, but a bit of sexual liberation. Uh, so yeah, I remember, you know, seeing this trailer in theaters and like, okay, this is very odd. It looks like a very bonkers film, but I was like, definitely with the, what a stacked cast and what a unique kind of premise. I was like, huh, you know, the trailer doesn't give a ton away, which I like about that. It just kind of throws a lot of kind of crazy images. Um, so, you know, right off the bat, um, I liked the kind of style that this film was shot in. They had a lot of the fisheye lens, kind of like almost like the perspective, because a lot of this deals with, you know, resurrection. Like again, the main character commits suicide and then she is brought back uh, through almost like a Frankensteinian um, kind of way uh, by this mad scientist Baxter played by Willem Dafoe. 
And it is kind of interesting, like the kind of perspective with the camera is almost like you're the cadaver. You're like looking at it or almost like you're kind of peeping in, like you're the kind of voyeur, kind of like almost the lens, if you will, of kind of what's going on in the story. Yeah, there's almost like a lot of, it feels like you're watching like GoPro footage at times. Um, And some of these shots are like really wide and you're watching like as the camera moves or it's very focused on one certain item um and there's also various scenes throughout the film that are in more of a traditional black and white and then there are scenes that are very colorful uh the production design of this whole film is like immaculate i mean from the sets to the costume pieces there's almost elements of like kind of the animated style bits in monty python throughout this film when they're in the towns like it's a little fantastic mr fox like it's a little like like it's not quite real but it looks a little animated at the same time and it really does give this fairy tale grimm's tale feeling because although it explores certain subject matter in a very like in your face way uh there is quite a lot of sex in this film uh or sexual content content if you will it's still under the guise of like, this is like this kind of fairy tale setting. And there is a lot of humor involved as well because Emma Stone's character really from the beginning of the film, once she's resurrected, it's as if she has the intelligence of a baby. And then it's like how, how her body being that she's already an adult woman's body. How does she, how does like her, evolution of like discovering how to speak how to walk how to connect with people and then what would ultimately be like when she would have those hormones as like a teenager she's having them much more quickly so she's then having this this kind of like desire to explore sex and when mark ruffalo's character who is this very seedy character very very uh, mustache literal twirling kind of villain but like so great. I mean, Mark Ruffalo, it's it's almost so hard. It's kind of funny to think that we're going in this year with the Oscar race and the Golden Globes. It's it's gonna be a battle between Iron Man versus Hulk. Really yeah. will be because Danny Jr. is definitely a front runner for Oppenheimer, but I gotta tell you, Mark Ruffalo, he is such a fun character to watch this because he is he's kind of creepy in that he he's taking advantage of this of this girl who in her right mind doesn't understand all the aspects of age appropriate, you know, sex and all this stuff. But at the same time, because she starts to become smarter as the movie goes along and kind of gets over him, he then becomes this like weeping willow of a man who's like broken because she's like kind of like done with him in some aspects and, and it's interesting not only not only his character but i think it's great we've got with willem dafoe rem yusuf ruffalo um all these guys all these men are portraying different aspects of what men in that kind of society were like and where you have there's all this this control that they're trying to whether it's kind of a puppy innocent love or what's like a parental or it's more of a lustful or whether it's more of a matrimonial I really like that the idea of how how they kind of play that. And I think, and Emma Stone's even said this, she gets to play this character that has no predisposition. You get to go literally almost, you know, blind in this role where 
she plays it so well of just everything is like seeing it through this lens of everything's new. But as you said, she has the faculties of an adult person. So everything is all completely new and she's got to kind of explore it. And how is she reacting to that? So it is kind of interesting where even though the set in kind of a Victorian era, it's a really good, almost timeless tale in this kind of black comedy uh, era. era. And I, I did like all the, just the kind of the comedy that kind of fell through and you see like as she continues to um, and she's this, she's not malicious or anything. She's like, well, everything's very practical. Like I need money. So this is how I did it. Or, you know, I was hungry. So <laughs> that baby's crying. I'm a shut beat up, <laughs> you know, just little things like that. So there, there's the, the comedic element of that, but yeah, my hat's off to all the performances in here and um, the prosthetics with Willem Dafoe. And he plays such these really very odd characters. And it just really was, was such a really different role where he's not playing like a, more of a creepy character but just the look of him is very you know very frightening but the idea that he um is being this very paternal figure to her and he does really care about her but he's afraid not so much for her to go out in the world he's afraid for himself because he's like people will not may not appreciate you but they'll be afraid they run in fear for me so i like the idea of the image the class system everything it just is very really well done i thought yeah, it makes me want to read the book and see how, you know, how much did they pull from the novel? Uh, was it pretty, you know, spot on? Because I think what what the director, Yorgos, really, like, what he really, like, shines in this is just really playing with all the artistic avenues he can. And that really comes down to, again, the, the cinematography by Robbie Ryan, the the settings the costumes are immaculate uh the playfulness throughout this film and the music by Jerskin Fendrix is this really kind of like fantasy upbeat weird music throughout the whole film that sets the tone a lot too almost has a little bit of a melancholy feel too like they don't yes it's very yeah it, it has a really otherworldly other timely feel that really it sets the great tone from the very beginning which again was so well set when they did the trailer and and that that kind of mm-hmm. was the big thing yeah. that stuck out me from the trailer and then going into this film so it's gonna be interesting to see how it does uh moving in as we said to award circuit i mean so far it's been nominated for seven golden globes uh which is quite a lot um you know best picture best actress all this kind of stuff director i'm sure so i'm curious to see how it does with the oscars but this is definitely one of those films that uh you can see why it's worth its weight in gold. I mean, it's really a powerful film. It's funny. It's provocative. But the acting is astounding. And it is like, it's one of those films where like, I watch Emma Stone now. And you look back to like her early roles, like in Zombieland and Easy A. And super it's bad, like, yeah. <laughs> super bad. And it's like, she really has become one of our top tier, like, actresses like she can still do these comedies but this is now comedy in a whole new light where she's really creating this character that can do and say what she wants because she doesn't have a filter to know otherwise and it's just so fun to watch how she interacts with all these other characters so uh definitely was uh, quite a film i was glad i saw this in theaters while i could um and i'm gonna have to give poor things like I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. It was pretty, 
pretty up there. Pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely. And uh, uh, I'm going to give it a solid nine out of 10. I'm glad I got to catch this in theaters because it was definitely worth uh, the ticket price. Uh, and you yourselves can go check it out. Still limited release in theaters, especially with uh, uh, Oscar and Academy Awards coming up. They're going to be seeing more and more theater showing. So definitely check out Poor Things uh, in theaters. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.